Wake up, it's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Thursday, y'all. It is the first September. What happened to August? What happened to August? August said, I'm here for a, what a fun time, not a long time. She was in and out. So it is the first of September, you guys. Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up. Okay. (laughs) That actually came on randomly last night when I was driving home and it was hilarious, but it is the first. Hello, everybody. I hope that you guys are having a beautiful, blessed day. Welcome to the Morning Motivation. My name is Brittany Daniel. If you are new watching, this is your daily dose of motivation where we have thought-provoking conversations around God, faith, self-development, and the whole nine. So if this is something that you're interested in and you are in the right place, we go live each and every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. And if you ever miss out, no worries. You can always catch the replay on YouTube, or you can check out the podcast, the Brittany Daniel Podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the platforms that podcasts are just going. So thank you to my podcast listeners. I do want to tell the podcast listeners, there will be exclusive content coming soon. Um, that is just audio only. It's going to kind of be like, it's going to be on the Patreon. So if you are not a Patreon subscriber, if you're not a Patriot, then go ahead and click the link below. And if you do not know what Patreon is, it is where I have exclusive content where I have some other un- honest talks behind the scenes and all of that. So if you want to subscribe, the link is down below. You guys, um, nope, I'm going to just tell y'all when the link is ready, but stuff is ready. If you follow me on Instagram, then you already know stuff is ready. I'm super excited. It's coming together and I've been wanting to give this to you guys for a while now. Had some things to work out behind the scenes, but it's working. And when the link is ready and dropped, it's going to drop. And I'm going to, I'm excited to share that with you guys. But in today's topic, we are going to continue our conversation with A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. We are on chapter 17. Y'all, this is a 40-day, this is a 40-day, the book challenge you to do this in 40 days, like, you know, 40 days, 40 nights type thing. So we are on chapter 17, almost halfway through the book. And this chapter is called A Place to Belong. You are a member of God's very own family, citizens of God's country, and you belong in God's household with Every other Christian is what we're going to talk about today and what that means. And sometimes you go off a little topic, you know, if something moves us or if the conversation gets steered. So we'll move in that direction if 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 we see fit. But let me go ahead and go. Oh, wait, no, no, no. We got to pray. We have to pray first. My bad. My bad. Got ahead of myself. We are going to go ahead and say the prayer. If you are not spiritual or religious or you do not subscribe to Christian denomination, I hope that you stick around anyway. I hope that because uh, you can always learn something, you know. One thing I learned is that you can always learn from all types of people, no matter if you believe in the same background, believe in the same things. It's okay to challenge your thoughts and ideals. It's okay to, you know, hear somebody out and go, hmm, I agree or hmm, I disagree. You know what I mean? It's okay to be open-minded. So I hope that you stick around anyway. And if I hope it's okay that I pray for you. Okay, so dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you for getting us home safe and seeing another month. And the reason I say that, y'all, I was out last night. Uh, Thank you for getting us home safe. Um, Thank you for just allowing us to come together on the internet and just fellowship and learn your word. 
I pray that something is said today that is needed for somebody's spirit to uplift them, to motivate them, to get draw them closer to you and put them on the right path as you see fit. Please guide our steps, guide our minds, guide our hearts, guide our actions, guide everything so that it aligns with you and that is pleasing in your sight. In your darling son, Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Yeah, y'all, I went out late night. I ain't gonna lie to you. And I didn't go out like and get crazy or anything like that. But if you are over the age of, and people say, I say, I talk like I'm old. I feel, I think when you're in your thirties and all your friends are in their thirties or they're younger, you do feel old. <laughs> but, um, I didn't even get crazy. I didn't like drink nothing like that. Well, I did drink, but I didn't like do too much. But if you are at a certain age, when you stay out past a certain time, you be like, well, I got to get up tomorrow. Like I got to be on morning motivation. I can't stay out with y'all. Ended up staying out later. So, you know, here we are. Consistency and discipline. Hey, no matter what, I will show up. <laughs> but good morning. Let's go to the super chat. If you are new, please let me know where you are watching from. I would love to know, but let's jump into the chat and say hi to the morning motivators. Good morning, Percy. You guys, I got to have a conversation with Percy. He booked a one-on-one -on -one session with me yesterday, and he is such a cool dude, y'all. Like, Percy is dope. So shout out to Percy. Um, thank you for chatting with me yesterday. I really enjoyed our conversation. Good morning, Miss Debbie. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, Cooking Monster. Good morning, Such a Lady. Good morning, Shador. Ow. <laughs> Good morning, She Amber. Good morning, Destiny. Happy Thursday. Good to see you, Destiny. What's up, girl? Good morning, Naturally Ann. Ah, Nana said, good morning, everyone. Not me catching up on six. The goddess live and seeing Brittany talking at the exact same time. I still have to watch the replay. Both of you are so inspiring, Team Virgo. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yes. So I was on six's live stream and she had a link. And I was like, why don't your girl just put her two cents in? Why not? I should have promoted myself. And this is a thing that I don't do enough. I should have been like, hey, but I hate hijacking other people's stuff. But I really appreciate it. I really appreciate uh, Six's viewpoints a lot. I, I can understand why people can be either, I wouldn't like a little intimidated or she's very blunt, very direct. Six don't hold it back. Um, but I love that she has a different perspective that I haven't heard. And I'm always open to hearing other ideas. And I love when people challenge my own to help you grow. So I'm always telling people, even if somebody doesn't say something in the way you want them to say it or whatever, but if their viewpoint is solid and they have like reason behind what they say, I say, always listen to them or at least hear them out. And you can always agree to disagree. I don't, I don't know where we've gotten into the society where we feel like we can't listen to each other or agree to disagree or shoot, you could change your perspective. You know what I mean? You can always learn something. So thank you, Nana. But yes, you guys, I was on Six's episode yesterday, which was a very interesting conversation. So I do highly recommend Six the Goddess if anybody has not uh, checked her out, just check her out. Um, she gives really good insight to a lot of a lot of interesting topics. Good morning, Venetia. Good morning, Aja. My bad, girl. <clears throat> almost almost messed up my girl Aja's name. Good morning, Aja. Pocahontas Poca. That made me laugh. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Melanin, honey. Good morning, uh, Brittany. Good morning, Shanta. Good morning, royalty. Hey, world. Good morning, Lacey. Amen. Good morning. Okay. Let me see this. Amira? 
Did I say that right? If I did not, let me know phonetically how to say your name. You have a beautiful name and I want to pronounce it per correctly. But is it Amira? Amira? I think that's it. Good morning. On the way to work. Ow. Um, love the top you're wearing. Thank you. Good morning, Ross. The thing is, y'all, I wear it. Y'all, I recycle. I am not a shopper. Y'all have seen this top before, but thank you again. Y'all going to see it again, okay? <laughs> y'all will see it again. Thank you. Okay. Well, good morning and welcome, Amira. Where are you watching from? Your name is new. If this is your first time, please let me know where you're watching from. I love a good new face on the morning motivation or a new name. I hope you stick around. Subscribe. You guys like the video. We are going to dive into a purpose-driven life. We are doing a book giveaway tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday. It's Thursday, right? Yep. Tomorrow is Friday. So we are going to be doing a book giveaway tomorrow. Make sure you guys go to bringythehost.com and sign up for your free book to enter the giveaway. And I will be picking a winner tomorrow. Okay. So it says, um, a place to belong. Uh oh, Philly in the house. <laughs> Philly in the house. Well, I hope that you stick around. So for anybody that doesn't know in the morning motivation, we do talk about God a lot. We do read from, um, this is something new that we're doing. We're on day 17 of a purpose-driven life. Most of the time we just have conversation, maybe around topics that are going on, maybe around whatever's going on in the world. Um, I try to give you guys a daily dose of motivation, but then sometimes we get on topics that are real and things that we need to just talk about as a people, especially my people. I feel like it's my job and my duty to uh, speak on what's what I feel is important. And then you guys chime in and let me know. So join the conversation. Even if you agree, disagree, as long as it's respectful, it's always welcome here. Welcome to the morning motivation. And if you want a little bit more behind the scenes and check out my Patreon, um, that is a link down below. And this book is also linked down below. If you want to go ahead and get it yourself, if something moves you to read it on your own, which I highly recommend anybody do in their own time, if they are a Christian, because it challenges you. And I don't always read every single word. I kind of just jump around, get the gist, and we have a conversation. Um, Nana says, yes, I'm the same. I do think you always learn something from everyone. At least I found her blunt. At first I found her blunt and then I, <laughs> I binge ate her content and learned more about her. Her message is powerful. Absolutely. I did the same thing when I first found this. I was like, okay, sis is talking. She talking her stuff, you know? Um, but I also binge watch her content and I learned a lot as well. So I think that it's very important that you can like, always learn something from somebody, take something. And again, like we can all, like, even if we don't agree with everything somebody says, it's totally fine. We all have our own minds. I always tell you guys never to hang on anybody's every single word. Make sure you do your own research. Make sure you are still your own person. You could take in content, but still have your own thoughts, own ideas, own identities, and then just challenge yourself. You know, it's okay. And it's okay. It's great to say, oh, that's a great perspective. And it's also great to, to change your mind. You know, this book and everything that we talk about challenges us every day, especially us getting into the Bible and things like that. So, <clears throat> all right, so let's get into it. So chapter 17, it says a place to belong. You are a member of God's very own family, citizen of God's country, and you belong in God's household with every other Christian, Ephesians 2 and 19. God's family is in the church and of the living God and the pillars of the foundation of truth. One Timothy. I do want to, I do want to say this, right? 
as we're going along and reading this, this book is very Christian. Let's say that this book is very Bible to the T. Um, I'm not going to debate what I believe is true and stuff, but as I read it, I can tell when my spirit is a little like, mm. <laughs> and you know, and I don't want to push my own personal beliefs on people, but um, always remember that people are human. You have to go and read things for yourself. This is somebody's interpretation. Although there are a lot of good gems and I've learned a lot and I do feel like it's rooted in most truth. At the end of the day, it's still a person writing a book. Okay. So um, do your own research, read your own scriptures, have your own thoughts behind it, whatever God moves you and make sure, you know, you're praying and things like that um, to get your own discernment because good morning, cooking with raw. I'd say, get your own discernment. This is a book. We do read it. Um, do I believe every single thing I read to you guys? No, but I just think it's interesting. And it's it's great to challenge our own beliefs, thoughts, or expand our knowledge as Christians um, if you are a Christian. And if you're not, it's okay. I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that you have to do you in your own time and figure out what spiritual journey works for you. Because I am not God and I am not a judge. I'm just Brittany Daniel and I have a show on YouTube. <laughs> All right. So it says, you are called to belong and not just believe. You are called to belong, not just believe. Even in the perfect, sinless environment of Eden, God said, it is not going, it's not good for man to be alone. We are created for community. That's why I love y'all so much. That's why I love the morning motivators. I really do feel like we have a sense of community here. We are created for community, fashioned for fellowship, and formed for family. None of us can fulfill God's purpose by ourselves. I do believe that because if you're alone 24-7, how you going to get, <laughs> who are you going to talk to? <laughs> who are you going to be? <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know why that's funny. But like, imagine if we really like, it's okay to be alone, right? I don't think that there's anything wrong with liking your own company. I also don't think that there's anything wrong with having single seasons and things like that. I think that it's great to love your own company. I am one who can be by themselves, you know, period, right? But that's so true. Like, What's the point of having all this talent, value, assets to of yourself, all these gifts that God gave you, if you're just going to keep them to yourself, right? If you're not going to share them with anybody, like say if God gave you the gift to bake pies, right? Or fried chicken real good, or whatever the case may be, like God gives everybody different talents. So what if he gave you, you had the, you can make the best pie that anybody has ever tasted. Every time they taste your pie crumbs licked off the plate, everything. What if you only made pies for yourself and nobody got to experience how bomb your pies are? And I think that although that might be a small example to some, that is really big. God gives us all different gifts. So never overlook your gift. It might be small to some, big to others, um, but everybody's gifts are not the same, but that doesn't make them less special. You know, just because my gift may be to speak to an audience through the internet comfortably does not mean that your gift of being a parent or having patience is it, mine is better than you. no, like everybody's gifts, everything that God gave, gave you is very important and useful. And if we don't share them with the world, if we don't put them out there in some form of fashion, it doesn't have to necessarily be on the internet. But if we don't share our gifts and God-given talents that he gave us, then it's just kind of like, what's the point, right? 
So it says, um, we are created for community, fashion for fellowship, and formed for family, and none of us can fulfill God's purpose by ourselves. <laughs> I don't know why. Y'all, I'm sorry. Sometimes my mind can be real childish inside up here. Sorry. The Bible knows nothing of uh, solid, solitary saints or spiritual hermits isolated from other believers deprived of fellowship. The Bible says that we are put together, joined together, built together, members together, uh, heirs together, filled together, or fitted together, and held together, and will be be caught up together. Mm. You will not. You will not on. You are not on your own anymore. While your relationship with Christ is personal, God never intended for it to be private. Y'all, let me know y'all thoughts. That's interesting. While your relationship to Christ is personal, God never intended it to be private. In God's family, you are connected to every other believer and we belong to each other for eternity. I've never heard that. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. What do y'all think? Do y'all feel? And you know what? And that's hard to like that count. That's very counterproductive to everything I feel and know as a quote unquote Christian. Right. Do you guys feel connected to other believers? Just like real talk. Um, I feel like the I feel like society has tainted Christianity so much that it's hard to, you know, we it, it, there's a bad rap, you know, like. Saying that you even in other religions, like saying you're Muslim, saying you're Christian, say you're Jewish or whatever, that it has a different level of respect on that name. And I feel like because of society, um, I don't know. I just feel like I just, let me keep my comments to myself. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> so I think some of y'all feel where I'm coming, where I was coming. I ain't going to go down that rabbit hole, but you feel me? And the Bible says in Christ, we are, um, many forms. We are many, we are, <clears throat> sorry, y'all in Christ. We, who are many form one body and each member belongs to all of the others. I've never heard that. What, what scripture? They didn't give me the scripture. Okay. I want to, I want to read that scripture. That sounds good. Okay. Fellow uh, Christ following Christ includes belonging, not just believing. We are members of his body, the church. We talked about church the other day, y'all too. Okay. And I, I feel like it's time for us to start going back to church. Man, we can baby step it. I was watching Sarah J, uh, Sarah Jakes Roberts the other day. We don't have to just dive in head first. We could take baby steps back into the church. Okay, the church, <laughs> the church. Uh, C.S. Lewis noted that the word membership is of Christian origin. I didn't know that, but the world has emptied it of its or- original meaning. Stores offer discounts to members. And advertisers use member member names to create mailing lists. In churches, membership is often reduced to simple simply adding your name to a role and not requirements or expectations. To Paul, being a member of a church me- meant being a vital organ of the living body, an inseparable, an indispensable, interconnected part of the body of Christ. We need to recover the practices of the biblical meaning of membership. Mm, that's kind of deep if y'all think about it. So what the book is saying is that us individually coming together inside the church 
makes it function as a one member. Like you do one part over here. Maybe you're in the children's ministry. That's the arm. The pastor is, you know, the preacher. That's the head of the membership. You know what I mean? Like that visually that makes more, that makes sense to me. Um, I see what the book is saying to Paul. It says to Paul being a member of the church is me being a vital organ, you know, like an arm, vital organ of the living body an indispensable interconnected part of the Christian of the body of Christ. We need to recover the practices of the biblical meaning of membership. Uh, the church is a body, not a building, an organism and not an organization. Hmm. Ms. Debbie says, I feel connected only to a few members, <laughs> few believers, not all. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh at that, but that's true. Like that, it doesn't hit the same like it used to, I guess, or has it ever for y'all? And I mean, I know that this is an interesting topic. I'm very, I'm always going to challenge my own beliefs, but even in church, like I never felt like connected to anybody in church unless me and that person had a connection. Does that make sense? Like for me, for me, I never felt like Christianity, Christianity doesn't feel like my sorority. My sorority is like, oh my gosh, I'm a member. Like I feel connected to those women. I do not feel, I don't feel that same connection. So how can we restore that? Like, how can we, as, as believers get to a space where we look at each other the same way we look at, maybe if you're in a sports club, maybe if you're a part of a, a, a team or something like that, you know, like a sports team, I don't feel that exclusivity. And maybe because I've been there, I've been in it for so long, I guess you can say my whole life. Um, but it, it it never felt like an exclusive club. Like, I see you. It just was like, oh, you know, I guess maybe because that's how we grew up. I don't know. What do y'all think? Um, Venetia says, baby steps seriously for God's presence. Um, my last church couldn't, <laughs> couldn't believe I was being teased or my body type cried again and never went back. Oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That See, that's what I mean. So she gets it. That's what I mean. Like, we got... I feel like now that we're grown, and I said this the other day, now that we're adults, y'all, <clears throat> we can, if we do decide, and which I'm going to challenge you guys to try, because I want to try, I want to find like a church home. Like I actually want to go to a building here in the, you know, physically, because I, I do watch on TV, but I want, or on YouTube, but I want to start going in a physical building. And I want to, if I ever become a part of a ministry, I want to be one of those people that nixes all of that. Now that we're the adults, um, I want to heal my past trauma as a young developing Christian. And if I come into a church and if I do involve myself in one, I'm going to make sure I'm like the gossip police. Like if I hear something, shutting it down. If I see somebody treating somebody else bad, I'm shutting it down. And be, and the reason why I'm going to opt in myself as being the Christian police is because inside the church is because things like that are reasons why people don't come, are reasons why people don't feel connected, will leave God and things like that. Because when you leave a church, church kind of holds you accountable, or at least it used to, right? Back in the day, y'all remember old school church? Like there were certain things you couldn't do, you couldn't wear, you couldn't, you know, people will hold you accountable. And I feel like we've lost that because there's so many people that got burned or hurt by imperfect people in the church. But there were, I don't remember anybody policing anybody in the church. And I get it. People were like, oh, that should be the pastor's job. The pastor doesn't see 
all the gossip or hear anything. So if you do, if you guys want to, uh, if you, if you guys want to jump on my bandwagon, if you guys start joining churches, jump on the bandwagon of being the gossip police. And like, if you see something, <laughs> say something and you just shut it down so people can feel comfortable. Like our jobs as fellow Christians is to bring people to Christ, not push them away, bring people to the church, bring people to closer to God for their own personal gain, not for ourselves, not for the church, not for the building fund and, and making sure membership is up so we can, I mean, that stuff is cool, but our jobs as fellow Christians, we are called to call people to Christ. We are called to lead, tell people at least at the bare minimum, tell people about Jesus, right? And let them decide on their own if that's something that they want to do. I'm not forcing no nothing on nobody. That's not my job. But our jobs as Christians are to tell people about Christ, give them an opportunity to get saved and give them a church home, give them somewhere they feel belonged when they don't, they may not feel belong. They might not feel like they belong anywhere. So I love that we're talking about membership and how we're a vital part of of the, the Christian body, the Christ body, because it's like, if we don't do that, who the heck is, you know, not on my, not on my watch. <laughs> so if you guys want to join the crusade, <laughs> if you guys want to rally up, we gonna have t-shirts and everything. No, I'm just kidding. But the gospel, gossip police, absolutely. So that people can feel comfortable. I don't, I would hate that my, could you imagine? Oh, peep this, right? Could you imagine you getting to heaven? And God scrolling on his iPad, because we're going to account for everything we do, right? We're going to account for everything. Scrolling on his iPad and he stops. And he tilts his godly glasses down. In my mind, God wears glasses when he's wearing his spiritual iPad, because, you know, he's a father. He looks at you and he goes, did you stop Brittany from coming to church? God, no, what do you mean? I didn't do that. Yeah, you did, because could you imagine? Could you imagine how your heart would drop to your draws if God called you out and you were being held accountable for keeping somebody away from God or keeping somebody away from Christ because you wanted to be a bully? You wanted to be mean and gossip and carry on in church where that's supposed to be a safe space for people. Not I. I, I will not. I will not have that conversation. No, ma'am, no, Pam. Ain't got to worry about me. It is not good. I am going to be the gossip police. So if I decide, if y'all start hearing me joining churches, I'm going to be the gossip police and I'm going to be there. Like my grandma, I'm a Jean Daniel. Ain't going to shut some stuff down because I will not have it not on my watch. We are supposed to be together. We are supposed to be a family members of, of a one body. And we can't be members if we're gossiping, talking and making people feel bad about themselves. Lacey says, agreed. There are a lot of believers that are holier than thou. Thank you. And I'll be like, Miss Cheryl, why are you judging somebody like that? We're not supposed to judge. Like I'm going, I will be that person. I'm not going to be the one that's going to gossip, but I will call that person out in their face. Like, why are we doing that? That's not Christ-like. You know, like on green leaf, there was, why they let them folks do all that stuff on green leaf? <laughs> I love green leaf, by the way. There are a lot of believers that are holier than thou. There are so many, uh, demonetism, denominations in the Christian religious. Some feel their denomination is better. Thank you. 
And the crazy thing is Jesus was none of those denominations. Jesus was absolutely none of those denominations. And it's crazy how, you know, one can feel better than the other. So we as adults, now that we're adults, and if you want to join the crusade, if you are in church, if you hear something, say something, let's start like telling people like politely and in a Christian way about themselves. Like, um, Ashley, you know, that wasn't nice. You know, that wasn't godlike. And that's all you have to say. Like, we don't have to like call them up to the front and call them out. And it's not an embarrassment because we don't want to embarrass them or hurt them. Right. But I think that it's powerful to pull somebody aside and be like, you know, I heard what you were saying. And that's really not godlike. Like you might deter somebody if they heard you from coming to church. And I don't want you to do that. I would. I personally don't want you to do that. So could you please not? I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. If somebody came to me like that, like I've I've said things. And people have DM me or um, message me or even said in the chat, hey, I hear you, but I don't believe this or you might not want to say this because and I take it like I'm not perfect. Right. So why not police each other in a loving, godly way? But it's important because if we want to establish this place where we belong, because I don't feel this way. I hear what this man is saying. Right. I hear what Rick Warren is saying in a purpose driven life that we are members and we should be of one body. But I honestly don't feel that way when it comes to churches. And I want to, I feel like this is how it should be. I feel like we'd be closer. We would fellowship more. We bring more people um, to get to know God for themselves, but we didn't damage the dang church so much. It's crazy. The world is crazy. Now how church, uh, now church attendance is way down and many are closing that. And I really believe that's why to be a hundred percent honest with you, cookie monster. I wish I knew your real name. <laughs> this is why I believe. Cause when you hurt, when, when you tell people, right, it, it, it contradicts everything. When you tell people that God loves you, no matter what, when you tell people Jesus died for your sins. And if you ask God for forgiveness, he will forgive you. That's the rhetoric. That's what we are founded on, on Christianity, right? That's the whole point of Christianity is if you believe, if you are a, a believer of Jesus Christ, you will be saved because you are covered in the blood and you have given yourself to Christ. That's the way to go. That's what we believe is Christian. That's our foundation, right? Where that's, that's why we are different from Muslims, Jewish, and things like that. Not saying any religion is better, but that's why we call ourselves Christians. So if that's how we call ourselves and that's what we're telling people, that this is where you can do that. You can come here and be forgiven for your sins. But then we at the door like this. How contradictory. But that's why. That's why I believe churches are down and they're closing and the attendance. is. Nobody feels like it's a body. Nobody feels like it's a home. You are supposed to go to church and feel welcomed. You're supposed to go to church like it's your second family. Like you, I used to look for, I used to go to other churches. And before I left Columbus, Georgia, I went to a very small, predominantly white church. And I used to really look forward to going to that church because they made me feel like family. The church was so small. And they were so non-judgmental. They were so warm and so loving. I would really look forward to go to church before it was just like a, not like I wouldn't look forward to it. I would look forward to the word for myself, right? Um, in, in the past, but I never felt connected. I never felt like I was a part of a family. I never felt like, you know, I would just, I would just go to church for my own selfish desires and reasons to get the word for myself, 
put some money in the plate to pay my tithes and leave. Right. Or if I was a part of a ministry, I did it because I felt like that was what I was supposed to do. But I never felt connected. Nothing. But when I went to that smaller church and it they were actually family and then they invited me in and made me made me feel like family. I actually looked forward to seeing them. I actually looked forward to going to church and actually speaking to these people and doing more than just getting the word and leaving. Right. Like I really bonded with this young, this woman who had a young girl and I really looked forward to seeing her. I feel like that's what we're missing in church. We could come back like this is 2020, 2022. It is 2022. I feel like if churches were more welcoming and loving and we were one of one body, but that starts with us now that we're grown, you know, Mamie Jean and Martha Earl and all of them, you know, they did, they, they had their time and it's a new day and age. And now that we're the adults, we have to make sure that if we do decide to join a church, that we are welcoming, we are warm, we're not closed off and, you know, baby steps on your own time because some people have been burnt. But I feel like it's important to keep that in mind. And I love that we're reading this, that it says for the organs of your body to fulfill their purpose, they must be connected in one body. The same rule is for one part of Christ's body. We're we're created for a specific role, but we will miss it. The second the second purpose of your life, if you're not attached to the living, a living, uh, oh, excuse me, if you're not attached to a living local church. How is a church living by us being connected, by us thriving and coming back and making sure that we are pouring into one another? So I think that that's very, very important. So if I do, I'm actually going to make it my mission here very soon to find, I think I already have a church in mind. So maybe I'll go Sunday. Maybe I should go Sunday. Um, and just, and just check it out. I'm not saying I'll be a member day one. You can't even do that. Most churches, you got to, you know, go through the dang test. It's testing season, like you ain't never read the Bible before to get into a membership. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. And that's weird. That's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> But what I'm saying is now that we're adults, we should be the vessel that we want, right? We should allow people to come to us, be that vessel, not saying to take on their drama or their trauma, but we can, we can be that now that now that we're grown, we can be that. I feel like that. Y'all let me know what y'all think. Um, Percy says, good morning, Brady. Good morning, Percy. I enjoyed the call last night. Absolutely. There are clicks even in church, even the young people. Now, do the young people click up or were they old people? Because look, y'all, let me tell y'all, a lot of the things that we're talking about, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know your experience. A lot of things that we're talking about is like what we experienced back in the day. What we experienced when we were kids or what we experienced when we were teenagers or young adults, like now that we're grown, grown, because are there really cliques still in church? That's why I didn't get fully involved. You got you got the well-dressed against the less dressed, educated versus under. Really? And why? Like none of none of this should matter in church. That's the crazy part. Like, that's why people, that's why we are where we are. So how can we? Because one thing I love what Six says is we can't complain. We have to find solutions to our to our problems, right? So how can we be the people to change that? How can we change the narrative? How can we step in a situation or be a part of something and say, you know what? I'm going to be the change in which I wish to see. And of course, you can't change a whole congregation or 
you know, it's you're only one person, but how can you be the change that you want to see? Um, what up, Get? I ain't seen you in a minute. We're all what's going on. Get it says, when I was in my early 20s, the college students banded together and it felt very much like a family. We were connected. It did change as well as I got older, folks and got or excuse me, people got older or folks got married. The connection changed. Yeah, it always changes when people get married, and that's inevitable. But I I agree. I used to go to a church called St. Peter's in uh Hempstead, Texas, outside of Prairie View AM University, and a lot of the a lot of the college students went there too. I did feel like that was like a family as well. Like I loved going and seeing people that I knew. And even and when I start going to church, y'all, I be having my same seat. Call me deaconess. I be second pew, third seat. <laughs> Let me know down below if y'all had y'all spot at church or were y'all too late to have a spot. And you can't have a spot in the front and be late because then you got to sit in the back. But my my seat used to be second pew, second. Anyways, but yeah, I used to love, I love when I see people um, that I know it just makes you feel warm. Like, Hey girl, how you doing? And that, I think that that's what we should bring back to church. Now that we're older, we should bring that back to church. Debbie says glasses and his tablet. No, for real. Could you imagine God looking at you with his eye, with his spiritual iPad? And he look over at you with them glasses and ask you why in 1995 you made Sarah cry. And now Sarah ain't been back to church since. <laughs> Not on my watch. You ain't going to have that. I pray you don't have that conversation with me, Jesus. No, you not. Um, Miss Debbie says, I love Greenleaf. It really showed that. Exactly. Exactly. And that and, and that's crazy. And that's that is church. A lot of people loved Greenleaf because we could relate to that. It was very hypocritical. Like. That is not what church is supposed to be like. It was very entertaining. Loved that. But that's what church has become. And people know that. And that's why they're opting out. And that's not that's not what we're called to do. If we call ourselves Christians, we call ourselves uh, people of Christ, right? We need to do better. The Muslim, man, Muslim nation of Islam, y'all, they be on it. Even Jewish people, they be on it. I don't see, I, and I don't know because I'm not a part of those communities and I'm not trying to put those communities on a pedestal, but I just feel like we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do. Asian fans supporting you, girl. Hey, Sophie, thank you. Ow, all the way from Asia. Asian man, <laughs> Look at me reaching the folks. Dia Dia says, good morning, good morning, Dia Dia. The elitism in church is very real. A lot of people in church can use a lot of humility. It's still like, like, okay, it's still going on. Like, let me ask down in the comments, if you still attend church, like, like a physical church, not, and I'm talking about in the last five years, are these things still going on? I do remember them growing up as a kid. I do remember them, you know, a little in my teens and early twenties. But I'm 34. Oh, I was gonna say 33. I'm not 33 no more. 34 now. I want to know: Does this still happen? Because, like I said, is this past trauma that we've all endured, or is this new? I, I really want to know. Miss Debbie says, "I agree." What? I agree. Some churches have pushed people away and it's so sad. Absolutely. But since we are grown now, that's so I'm going to keep going back to this. 
since we are grown, we have to heal the, the traumas of our past and be better people. If we claim to be Christians and we claim to be a part of the body of Christ, we are called to fellowship and do what we need to do to bring people back in. So how do we do that? I want, we got to have solutions. And for me, I'm going to be the gossip police. <sighs> what are we talking about over here? <laughs> Don't let me slide in your conversation. I'll put my head right between. What are we, what are we talking about? That's not godlike. And then slide back out. <laughs> Let me stop. She Amber said that's why when people see a really good church, they see it as fake and turn away from it because they are scared. Absolutely. And you know what I think else is not fair? When big churches get a bad rap. Now, there's a specific church here in Atlanta that has a certain preacher by the name just I'll say this I won't say his name cuz I don't want to defend I don't want to degrade anybody and I don't want to be that type of person but in it, it it's the same as the one on players club and I'll just keep it like that now certain things I just personally don't agree with um but that's neither here nor there but what I will say is if you do join a church I feel like you know be the person that you wish you had when you join church. Be the person you wish you had when you join the church. But I don't I don't believe that the bigger the church, the bigger the scam. I don't. I believe that you have to um you know really decipher but be the person that you wanted to see in church. Be the person that you would have wanted while you were attending and you were a member. Um woman in my <laughs> woman in my 7th Seven months in my DMP program, busy with work and school. I'm doing good. Well, I'm so happy you are doing well. It's good to see you. Anytime I, I'm just messing with you, girl. Anytime I call and I'm like, where y'all been? It's just because I'm happy to see your name and your face again. Thank you so much for tuning in. Not next to my mother. <laughs> yes. I meant in my last seven months of my program. Okay, I'm the same, always sat at the same seat at church. Absolutely. Excuse me, you're in my spot. <laughs> you're in my spot. Excuse me. Where is that from, y'all? You're in my spot. Um, <laughs> but yes, I'm so happy you're in the last seven months. I pray that the last seven months of your program goes greatly. Lacey says, yes, second row to... <laughs> In the back was my spot. Second row to the back. Lacey, why are you in the back? Why are you in the back, girl? Come to the, Lacey, we calling you to the front. <laughs> and I'm just playing. Sit wherever you feel comfortable. Yes, I love Greenleaf. Greenleaf was a great show. I was so sad when it ended season five, but I was ready. Oh, was so good. If you guys have not watched Greenleaf and you do, did you, and you did grow up in church, black, black church. Check it out. Really good show. Really, really good show. It's only five seasons, so it's not too crazy. Um, but it's really, really good storytelling and really, really good. Just everything's just great. Royalty says, yep, I sat in the same seat every Sunday. I know. I was sad when it ended too. Um, she Amber says, I respect other religions like Muslims, and I know they have their issues as well, but they are amazing at sticking to their laws. I I agree. I feel like 
you know, there's nothing wrong with looking at what other people are doing right and saying, okay, how can we implement their tactics and their strategies into what we're doing? Does that make sense? Like, it's okay to say like, okay, we don't agree on the same things. We believe different things, but hmm, they're doing that and that's working for them. So why don't we adopt some of those same strategies? Like, I feel like sometimes our holier than thou spirits can look down on people. It's just like, but for what? When they're, they're doing better than we are. So why not take notes? You know, just saying as a collective, it just seems outside looking in. Seems like better. Adia Dia says, I found one church where I didn't experience the negativity, but I moved out of the state now and I just attend church online. I understand that. That does suck. Like when you find a church, doesn't it seem like as soon as you find a good church or a good nail shop or a good hair shop, you move? (laughs) I really feel like that. I feel like when you find somewhere good, you move like it'd be late. I'm like, okay. Living in... Living success. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. I do. It still happens in church. <gasps> the back. Are you cute? Are you serious? The backbiting and the gossiping is ridiculous. Y'all could join my crusade. You can join my crusade and become a gossip police. I will knight you myself. And I personally don't think God has an issue with that. I think that might be what he wants us to do. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not telling y'all to step into anything you don't want to, but I'm I'm ready. You guys can join my crusade and be the gossip police and slide right up in those conversations. Like if you hear it, hey, you know, I heard what you were talking about and I don't think that that's God like. And then just like, you don't have to stay too long. Just suck yourself out of it. Because as Christians, we're supposed to be able to call each other out in a respectful, loving tone as family members, right? That's what we, we we're supposed to be able to do that. Uh, thank you for the super chat, Percy. I appreciate it. Percy says to piggyback off she Amber's comment. I'm not Muslim, but I love the way they teach about the body and how they how to eat to live. I never got that in church. That's absolutely facts. They do not play about healthy eating. They fruits, vegetables. They do not play no swine. You know, I no longer eat bacon. <laughs> I've left the swine behind, but no, absolutely. Like they're very, uh, they're very, very disciplined, very disciplined. I feel like that's something that we lack as Christians is being held accountable, holding each other accountable in a loving way, holding each other accountable in a loving way, being accountable. And then the discipline that it takes (laughs) living success that I'm ready. She about the, okay, that's two, two people on the gossip police. Come on. That's two of us. All right. Y'all can join the crusade. I'm telling y'all, I'm going to start Sunday and I'm going to tell y'all. I had to slide in the conversation. I don't like what y'all talking about. That's not God like. And you slide right on out. I feel like as a Christian, that's all you should, you should be. That's all you should need to hear to fix yourself. I don't think it needs to be a drawn out thing. I hear what y'all are talking about. I don't think that's Christ like. And if they get mad at you, they can, they can, they can go up to God with it because it doesn't matter. You're doing your part, right? Um, royalty says when I attended my previous church, it was very elitism. Now I attend a large church and I don't see it at all. Why? How is church elite? What are they do? What? Do what? I don't even have that much energy on a Saturday morning to feel like I'm better than anyone. That's what I don't understand. I feel like if you got all of that on your chest, what are you doing Monday through Saturday? I'd be too tired to feel like I'm better than anybody at church. 
Hey, we haven't seen the co-host in forever. Oh, Zara, Zara's schedule is so jacked up. She's waiting on, she waits on me after morning motivation, depending on when we go out. If we go out before, then I take her out before, um, until she comes down. Girl, she, y'all, Zara be in her room. Like Zara, this is the funny thing about Zara. For anybody who doesn't know, Zara is my dog. And she comes, she used to join us on morning motivation in the mornings. Um, this is the thing. Zara, has, I feel like has been here before. I feel like she is a human spirit trapped in a dog's body. Zara will go to bed on me. When I say, say if I'm up and I'm watching TV, if Zara don't want to hear it and she's ready for bed, she's ready to go to sleep, Zara will leave. She will go upstairs, get in her bed. She'll go in the closet. She'll find her spot. Or if I'm upstairs and I'm making too much noise, say I'm taking a shower and I've disrupted her, she will go downstairs in her cage and go to, she, Zara is grown. Zara is, she'll be five this year. So that means, well, Zara's like about 28. She's a, she's grown. Zara be having bedtime and everything. I'll be looking, i be like, where is Zara? Zara is sleep. Zara's an old woman. She do not play <laughs> at all. Percy says, Brittany, if you would have, if you would, can you share one thing you don't agree with in the purpose-driven life? I'm curious. Ooh. Um. There's a few things that we've I've read to y'all that I was just like, eh, you know, because but I don't like to do that because some of the stuff that he's saying is rooted in the word. Um, and I that's my own battle. So I don't like to just I don't like to say too much about that because I don't want to mislead somebody else's beliefs. Um, but it was one. Th what, what did I not believe in? Oh. I guess we called her. She heard her name and she, here she come. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I don't believe everything that he, he says, but you know, I don't y'all y'all been in church where y'all heard the preacher say something. You was like, Oh, we called her. Here she come. come here, baby. They asking for you. Come here. Um, get right. says, thank you so much. I'm happy to see you and that you are strong. Bringing gems per usual. I have to get to work. Oh, have a great day. Come here. I didn't call you to play. Come here. Come up, up. Come say hi. They miss you. Come, come. She, y'all think she thinks I'm trying to play with her. Dia Dia says, yes, you can hold people accountable in a nice way. Absolutely. You can, especially if they're gossiping. Like, you know, you wrong when you be gossiping. Everybody's going, come here. Y'all, she thinks I'm playing with her. She keeps scooting away from me. I go to church to hear the word and not to judge and be judged. Absolutely. Come. <laughs> she thinks I'm playing with her. Come here. They want to see you. Hey, Rito, say hi. Oh, don't do that. No, 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 no. You know we don't do that. We not. Mm -mm. We black. We don't do that. <laughs> Thank you. But yes. Um, exactly. We go to church for the word. Say hi, Rito. Say hi, Tara. Say hi, princess. Say hi, princess. Hi. You want to just sit here while I do the rest of the word? While I finish up? <laughs> Y'all look at her. She will really lay like this. <laughs> Say hi, Rito. All right, so. It says you why you need a church family. Let's talk about this before we get out of here. You sit here. Thank you. Thank you for my kisses. Good morning, baby. I didn't say good morning to her yet. So she's like, say good morning to me. All right. Stop. <laughs> it says why you need a church. A church family identifies you 
as a genuine believer. See, that's what I don't believe in. I think you could be a genuine believer without a church family, but that's neither here nor there. A church family identifies you as a genuine believer. I can't claim to be a fellow a follower. I can't claim to be following Christ if I am not committed to any specific group of disciples. Jesus says your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. When we come together in love as a church family from different backgrounds, races and social statuses, it is powerful to witness to as a powerful witness to the world. You are not a the body of Christ on your own. You need others to express that together, not separated. We are his body. So that's that's what this says. And that's why it says we need a church family. So I'm going to challenge y'all. Zara, I love you too. And I thank you for your kisses and good morning, baby. Okay, go ahead and get down until I'm done. That's why she don't be coming up, y'all. She be too much. Um, And it just keeps talking about it's all in the church. So if you want your copy of A Purpose Driven Life, the link is down below. We're doing a free book giveaway on Friday. So go to BrittanyTheHost.com, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, just like my name, TheHost.com to enter the book giveaway. So here is the day 17 um, little thing. So a point to ponder. I am calling it. I am called to belong, not just to believe. So let's, let's, I'm challenging y'all to, to find a physical church. If it, if, if you feel in the, in the move called to belong. So yeah, let's, let's challenge ourselves to find a physical church. If we can verse to remember in Christ, we, we who are many forms on one body, each member belongs to all others, Romans 12 and five. And then the question to consider is, does my level of involvement in my local church demonstrate the love that I am committed to God's family? Very interesting. But that's why I like reading different things to challenge myself. Always be open to learn new things. Challenge your old beliefs. Challenge the beliefs that you have. That's how we grow. Um, Y'all, we do not know everything. And if that was the case, then we just would stop and die. It wouldn't be no point to keep living. So. Let's see. Chador says, I sit in the back because I skip the singing and coming right before we start the sermon. Churches be long. If I don't, if I come in, I feel you because like I said, I don't like the new praise and worship. I miss old praise and worship. I miss Donnie McClurkin and Yolanda Adams. And I don't like the new age praise and worship personally. So I definitely understand Chador. Cookie Monster says some people attend church just because the pastor is famous, like Joel Olstein at Lakewood Church here in Houston. Not here for the word. I actually really like Joel Olstein's messages, though. I really feel like if you though, and I think the reason why a lot of people like Joel Olstein is because it feels so non-judgmental. It feels so like anybody can get that word. I feel like they really like his message personally. That's been my experience. I really like his word. Now, because he's on TV, am I going to travel to that church and be in that big old stadium? Not my, not me personally, when you can, you know, because um, I just feel like that would just be a whole lot getting in, getting out. It's a big old church. But I really like Joel Olstein's message a lot. He really, for me, anytime I've ever listened to Joel Olstein, he's always had really good messages. And also Joel Olstein. I feel like is one of the pastors that really does bring people into God because he's so positive. 
Like his message is always really, really, really positive. So I think that that's why a lot of people like him. But you could be right. Um, but I just think that he, he's accessible. They hear him on TV and then they want to experience what the actual church is. And even Oprah has been there. So I think that it's a it's a little clout. But I really do think that his message is uh, really good, especially for people that are new to Christianity and they don't want to like be really judged or, you know, they want a really, really positive message. I think that his his style and his message is really, really powerful. Demita Joe says, she's like, what are you looking at? <laughs> In my belly exactly. Zara interrupted our call last night. I think we were showing too much attention. She got you. Oh yeah. She gets jealous. Thank you, Miss Debbie. <laughs> Miss Debbie said, hey, Barbara girl. Hey, Chelsea girl or Kelsey girl. Cookie Monster says, I like him too, but they don't come for the message. Really? What would they come for? That was that would be weird. That would be weird. That, like, why would you go all the way to that big old church, park in that parking garage, go all up in that big old place just to say you went? That's weird. But I th- I do know that his message is really, really good. I do like Joel Osteen. And I like um, T.D. Jakes. I don't know why a lot of the big pastors get such a bad rap when their, their message is really good. Like, I, I get it why people can say certain things, but their messages are always so good. Right. I love Joel. I really think the, um, oh, that makes sense to network. His face is somewhat scary. She Amber, go sit down. Go sit in the corner. She Amber. She Amber on timeout. I'm not going to read. She Amber, go sit down. Go sit in the back. Go to the car. You on timeout, she Amber. She Amber said his face. Someone's scared. You. I don't know. His message is really good into network. Yeah, he has a, that would make sense. But I hope you guys have a beautiful, oh, wait, 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 I got one more. I used to live around the corner from Lakewood. The traffic was crazy. Exactly. I wouldn't do that just to be in there just for nothing. You can see that man on TV. No shade. Um, I enjoy Creflo Dollar. Okay. See, I've never heard. Okay. For y'all who have to go to church, have a great day. I want to talk a little bit about this. Okay. Royalty, let me know because I've never heard this man speak. It's hard for me to get over the name. But his church, I've I've passed his church when it was letting out because he has church. His church is actually um, on the south side. And I've seen his church get out before. He has a big congregation. So is it is it giving green leaf? I need royalty to, to, to tell me. Is it giving green leaf? Because this is who I was talking about earlier, but I didn't want to even say nothing. Um, I've never heard his, and that's why I don't like to judge though. If I haven't heard their sermon, if I haven't seen why people gravitate, because think about this, if a lot of people gravitate towards one person, there's something in the message. Now it could be fluff. Like, remember there was like a documentary about a guy that like started a church and cause Justin Bieber went there. Like there was a lot of people that followed that church. So there are churches who, but if you've been around for a while, there has to be some kind of some kind of substance in that for people to come back and then to actually sow their seeds into the church. Um, oh, I said go to church. I'm in work. My bad. If y'all have to go to work, <laughs> have a beautiful and blessed day. For those of you who can stick around just a little longer, we're going to just, just continue just a little bit. 
Um, royalty, me too. I watch him on TV. Okay. He's named after his dad. I thought he changed his name. Okay, I'm going to go check it out. Okay, heck no. He's not giving Greenleaf. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, I have to check him out though. I won't judge. See? We don't judge. We just learn and listen for yourselves cuz sometimes we could take other people's like narratives and take into ourselves. We haven't even I haven't even given this this man a chance. So I will listen to a sermon and see what I say. I see what I see how I feel cuz I hear the same thing about TD Jakes, I hear the same thing about Joel, and I feel like they are really good preachers. Like I don't see the issue at all. I love Pastor Tori Roberts. I love Sarah Jakes Roberts. I love that whole one church ministry. I think that they're really good. They rotate in between Pastor Tor uh, Pastor Torre, Sarah Jakes Roberts, another young lady. I don't know her name and another young man and they rotate and their, their messages are really, really good. Um, yeah. So I have to check uh, pa uh, Pastor Creflo Dollar out. I'll, I'll listen. I'll take a gander. I will not judge. I'll take a gander. But yes, you guys, I hope you guys have a beautiful and great day. Your skin. Thank you. Nice little beat, little light beat. I can't do a mega church. I, I love those small country churches, but each their own. Absolutely. I like a small country church too. But Percy, that's where all of the, that's where you got to be the gossip police. If you go to a small country church, be prepared to be the gossip police. I love them too, but that's where Mamie Jean and I'm a, I'm a May. All them be talking, you got to be up there and say, ladies, I heard what you said. That's not God-like. And you just got to get out of there real quick before they whip you. Grab, grab the peppermints and get out of there before they whip you, Percy. <laughs> but I hope you guys have a beautiful, blessed day. I hope you guys got something out of this conversation. Tomorrow is Friday. You guys, it's going to be a long weekend. I haven't decided if I'm going to broadcast on Monday or not. Let me know um, because it is Labor Day weekend. A lot of you guys are off. A lot of people are off. So if y'all are going to be in the bed sleep, child, I am not going to get up early. I normally take the holidays off, but you guys let me know. I sure will, royalty. Enjoy your day as well, mama. Thank you guys. Have a great day. 18, chapter 18 tomorrow, we're going to talk about experiencing life together. So I hope you guys have a beautiful, blessed day. Stay blessed. Make sure you guys pray. Make sure you guys find a church. If you want to join the crusade and become the um, gossip police at church, then join me. Love you guys so much. I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. Happy first. Pay your bills. Um, make sure you guys are budgeting and saving your coins and your dollars and all of that. Be good stewards of our money. I love you guys so much and have a beautiful one. Catch you guys tomorrow. Bye, y'all.